Welcome to Face Your Faith. We hope this topic study will help you grow deeply in your relationship with God, to be fearless in your faith, and to present others the Word of God in freedom and in peace. Our topic today is on listening. What does it mean to listen, and how do we make sure we are listening to God and others used by God to get our attention? And are you any good at listening and hearing what you need to do? This topic, like all the topics I present, uh, are important to me and in my life as I attempt to grow deeper and more mature in my relationship with God. Listening especially is difficult for most of us, it is for me, and usually because we have an agenda that overrides others' opinions, suggestions, truths, or most often reality. Isn't it often the case when someone says something that we are not fond of hearing, we get defensive and retaliate or simply dismiss the potential wisdom from that person or people in our lives? And during this Christmas season, it is my hope that we will listen. Listen to what it is that God has done for us, done for the world, through his one and only Son, Jesus Christ. During this time of year, it is especially hard to focus and really listen to what it is we are to listen for. And just what are we to be listening to right now that would really honor God? God calling us to listen to him. He is calling each of us to hear the truth of what this season is all about, Jesus and to celebrate and honor him. But let's not engage in holy competition with who's better at decorating for Jesus, who can outdo who with gifts and go further into debt in Jesus's name, who throws the best party and all in the end, not having heard one word from God. After all, this is a celebration of his birthday, not ours. Is it wrong to celebrate, party, spend time with family, giving gifts, etc. on this very special day of Christmas? I don't think so, although as I get older and really ponder God's word more deeply, it is becoming a little more questionable that Christmas seems to be primarily inward focus, self-centered day, and very little outward and upward focus on what Christians claim is a Christ-centered holiday. Could it be true that Christians are listening to the world and not to God? So how can we genuinely prepare ourselves for a Christ-centered celebration of hearing and listening to the reason for the season? As we enter the first of the four weeks of Advent this season, it is customary to light a candle each of the four Sundays of December leading up to Christmas Day on the Advent wreath. And while Advent, which means arrival or coming, is not mentioned in the Bible and was not a part of the early church, and did not appear as a formal occasion until the 4th or 5th century, and that was not even originally tied to Christmas, it is nonetheless a useful tool to include, not as a sacrament, but as a time to reflect on what it is we are to really do and prepare for in this season of Christ's birth. In addition, Advent points us to refocus, listening to God's word again, that Jesus was born to die, for us, and yet would still live for us again. Again, remember, Christmas is not a time for self-indulgences, but a time to indulge in the incomprehensible love of our Savior. And on this day, we are directed to focus on hope, and the first candle, known as the prophet's candle, is lit. But what is this hope we are to focus on? 
that Jesus was born to die, die in place of us, and that he is coming back for everyone who puts their faith, trust, and eternal hope in his promises. Our hope, promise, and security is that he will never leave us or forsake us, and that he has gone ahead of us to heaven to prepare a place just for you and me. Now we come to our topic, that of listening. Perhaps logically, hope would have been the perfect match for this occasion, but we can't have hope if we do not first listen carefully to what we must know to hope in. So let's jump into this study and look first at the definition of listen. The dictionary says to listen is to pay attention to someone or something in order to hear what is being said, to hear what someone has said and understand that it is serious, important, or true. Let's also look at the definition now of the word hear and see how that plays into listening. And the definition of hearing is to perceive or become aware of by the ear, to gain information, learn, to receive communication. As we can see, these definitions are quite similar. However, they do have a bit of difference. The main difference is that hearing relates more to a sound wave hitting our eardrum and registering our sound with our brain, while listening is defined as a bit more than just recognizing a sound. It is a sound that is paid attention to and followed through on, or at least should be. So let's take a good look at what God has to say about hearing and listening and what we are expected to do with the sound waves that hit our eardrum and hopefully work their way into our brain. We're going to start out with Proverbs 12:15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. And I can't think of a more fitting way to start this study off in the Bible than that passage from Proverbs. Let's move on to James 1:19. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Now on to Proverbs 22:17. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. In other words, if you don't tune in and pay attention, you won't be able to gain godly wisdom. Moving along, Proverbs 1.5, Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. And Matthew 11.15 says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Isaiah 55, 3, listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live. Almost identical to Proverbs 22:17, Isaiah 55, 3 that we just read takes it a bit further and directs us to understand that if we do not hear the word of the Lord, our souls will not live. We get another great similar a descriptive example from Job 34, 2-3. Hear my words, you wise men, and give ear to me, you who know, for the ear tests words as the palate tastes food. I especially love this because the analogy used here is something we should do regularly, and that is test what we hear and listen to. Just like something we eat, we should always make sure we taste it and not just wolf it down because it might not be good to eat. While we might fill our stomachs quickly by shoveling down our food when we are exceptionally hungry, it might have very negative consequences if the food has spoiled or is contaminated. And if we fail to recognize and miss what tasting is to tell us, 
we might be worse off in the end having eaten than remaining hungry. The same goes for listening to what we hear. As I just mentioned, God tells us we are to always carefully listen to what is spoken about God and test it with the Spirit. We see this in 1 John 4.1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Next, we see in Hebrews that just because we listen, it might not make any sense to us. Hebrews 4.2. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. And this leads us to who we should listen to and know if it is always accurate and always trustworthy and always true. John 10, 27 through 28, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Luke 9, 35, And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. In the next passage, we see that even Jesus left us an example of good listening. Luke 2, 46, After three days, they found Jesus in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And not only did Jesus listen, he asked questions. And this might be troubling for some, but the question often comes up as to why would Jesus, fully God, knowing all things, be asking questions if he had all the answers to begin with? Again, this was done for our benefit as believers to know how to live our lives out just as Jesus asked us to. And we know that we must listen to know what he asks us to do. Let's listen to more of what God has to say about listening to him. Isaiah 48, 12. Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, whom I called. I am he, I am the first, I am the last. Isaiah 51, 1. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Isaiah 51, 7 goes on. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear not the reproach of man, nor be dismayed at their revilings. Moving on to Proverbs 5, 7. And now, O sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. But what is the consequence of not listening to God? Romans 10:17 says, So faith comes by hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. In other words, if we hear God's word and deny, Jesus tells us, John 1:11, He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. And when we do not receive Him, ultimately denying Him, Jesus says in Matthew 10:33. Whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. Moving along to Jeremiah 12, 17. If any nation will not listen, then I will utterly pluck it up and destroy it, declares the Lord. But we can be absolutely assured that when we listen, as we have been studying, Jesus is here to save us from all of our stubbornness, hard-headedness, and rejection. 2 Chronicles 7.14 states, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And we see right here, God says, I will hear. 
which means he is listening to us. Matthew 10:32. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. And the only way to truly acknowledge Jesus before others is to have first listened to the truth of who he is. And finally, Proverbs 1:33. Whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. What a great, amazing promise to close on. Whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. Can it get better than that? Secure in Christ, perfectly comfortable and free from fear and destruction. Listen, hear God as he calls you to obedience and to himself to set you free in eternity. Let's pray. Lord God, forgive us for not listening to you. Forgive us for rejecting your word and covering our ears to your truth. Forgive us for our stubbornness as we seek to listen to others rather than you. Help us to have open eyes and open hearts to receive each and every word you speak to us. Help us to become better students of your word and hungry to seek you in all we hear and all you have to tell us with grateful hearts and always wanting more. We now thank you for never having stopped speaking to us, having never stopped listening, and so that when we do listen, you are right there waiting, waiting to tell us of your great love for us and how those words are so amazing and perfect. We now ask that you would hear us, our prayer, and that we would be attentive to you every day as we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If you are joining us by podcast today, please visit our website at faceyourfaith.com for more information and resources.